Merry Christmas, Heartland friends. We are so excited for you to join us this Christmas weekend. In fact, we've been preparing for over a month to create something special just for you. We have gone on location, rehearsed music, spent time in the studio, and recorded this Christmas gift with you and your family and friends in mind the entire time. In a moment, you will hear from Dan Jacobson, followed by a brief Christmas worship set. We hope you have a warm cup of something in hand, some favorite people gathered nearby, and the best seat in the house. May you experience the grace and peace of Christmas in this offering. Have you heard about the Christmas truce? 1914, World War I, the Germans and the British have been battling for months. The war is not going quickly. They think that it's gonna drag on for a long time. And as December rolls on, both sides are entrenched on the Western Front in a battle that most of the soldiers don't even wanna be fighting in. What would it take for you to give up on the orders of your king or your emperor? For these soldiers, the longer the war waged on and the, the more it approached Christmas, the less and less the fighting became intense. In fact, on Christmas Eve, 1914, the German army did something rather unthinkable. They put up Christmas trees on the top of their lines. They waved a white flag and they yelled out, hey British, rendezvous, rendezvous. The British obviously didn't take them seriously. And the Germans put their hands up and started walking towards the opposite lines. When they got there, they said, it feels to us like on Christmas day, being people just like you with families back home in a war that we don't want to be fighting, maybe we could have a little bit of humanity here in the midst of a war. Would you play football with us. And so as reports have it, the British accepted the truce and they hopped out of their bunkers and they on Christmas Eve played football, soccer in no man's land. It's a really interesting uh, story for me because I don't know about you, I wouldn't maybe be quick to accept the white flag of an enemy. I also, being the type of person that I am, might not wanna go against the orders of the person who sent me out there to do a mission in the first place. To be able to accept the truce meant that both sides, the Germans would have to reject the instructions of their emperor. And the British would have to reject the instructions and the mission of their king. They'd have to give up on the advancement of their own cause to be able to enjoy peace. And they did, but peace just for days. What is it that makes us want to give up orders to be able to enjoy a bit of humanity? Back in battles, back in the 17th century, a psychologist was at a war and he noticed that all of the soldiers as the war raged on and kept going deep into the calendar, they started to have this, what he described as longing to return to home. There was no such term to describe this longing to go back home. And so he came up with a term, he called it nostalgia 
From the battlefields in war, longing for peace came this term that I use, you use, to describe Christmas. Christmas is nostalgic. Christmas is a time where all of us in our own unique ways long to go back home. We sing songs about it. I think about that song, I'll be home for Christmas, and if only in my dreams. All of the Christmas carols that we sing, they tell a story, a particular story about this longing that we have for peace on earth, for, for us to be able to return to a time where we're, we're not fighting any longer, but that we live in a world where we get along. The Christmas carols of the church all tell this story about peace on earth that comes from God, but even the Christmas story is told through musicians and artists who don't have a particular religious bent to them. I think about the song, Someday at Christmas. Uh, Stevie Wonder sang this in 1967. It's an incredible song. He, he says, someday at Christmas, men won't be boys, playing with bombs like kids play with toys. Someday at Christmas, our hearts will see a world where men are free. I think without even realizing it, Stevie Wonder put his finger upon the historical pulse of humanity. And he told the story that's actually told by the Bible. <laughs> Stevie Wonder in his song, Someday at Christmas, is actually putting his finger on the historical arc of the entire world that goes all the way back to the first humans. After the moment of chaos where the world broke, God gave a promise to Adam and Eve that said, one day, someday, at Christmas, I'll send my son to defeat and wage war and defeat evil. The Hebrew prophets and uh, kings and, 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 and their, their priests and their poets would tell the story throughout the generations that someday God will send us a king that will conquer evil, that will put right the world that has been broken. One day all of our fighting will be put away. Someday, they didn't use the word Christmas, but someday at Christmas, men will be free. All throughout the Psalms and the prophets, you have people like Isaiah saying, to us a child is born. Micah told the town of Bethlehem, someday at Christmas from you will come a line of rulers that will rule just like David, the greatest king that Israel had ever seen. Zechariah, living at the time when Jesus was born, the uncle of Jesus, he prophesied, he said, someday, where the sun will rise upon us, God will bring us someone to guide our feet into the way of peace. And on Christmas, so many years ago, someday, finally came. The surprise that Christmas was that not everybody woke up to peace. You see, you can have a new king, but not experience new peace. In monarchies all over the world, the transition from one monarch to another is not necessarily one of peace. It's just one of order. And when God on Christmas sent his new king to the world, it wasn't necessarily an invasion that everyone expected where God's rule and God's reign and God's law would finally be pushed into everyone's life that they must accept it. In fact, uh, no, not everybody did accept it. And God came that Christmas so long ago, humbled by his birth in the form of a baby for a very particular reason, because the peace of God is not something that just 
he invades our life with, but he invites us into. God grew up in the form of Jesus and extended invitations to people all across his region, all across the world. Not that he would force his way upon them, but you and I would recognize who he is, realize he's the son of God and receive him as our king. You see, Jesus is the only king who offers us both peace and order. He, he is the only one who, by recognizing him as our king, ushers in real peace. I don't know where you're listening to this from or watching from. Maybe you're in travel going to see your family at the season or you're at the house getting ready for all of your family to descend or you're just catching a quiet moment in the midst of the season. I want you to hear this. God loves you so much. God sent his son for us. Someday at Christmas, God came to earth, born as a child, humbled by birth. So someday at Christmas, our hearts could see he's truly the King of Kings. That's not Stevie Wonder, I just kind of made that up. But that's the hope of the peace that we have at Christmas, is that all the rest of our Christmases can be different because of what God did so long ago. So today, wherever you are, I hope you can recognize Jesus as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who doesn't give you a truce, but gives you peace. If you'll just come and worship him. Merry Christmas. Oh, trample death. 
your 